Thursday, the new format where we just have one fact and we discuss that rather than all of the um, admin around the sounds and stuff. <laughs> or if it's bad, then um, you'll hear the sound. Do we want to address what's happening with your voice right now or are we just going to ignore that and move on? I'm just worried that our voices sound too similar between the three males on this. Um, Stage has got a very distinctive voice, so I was just thinking maybe if I affect a different type of voice, it might be easier to tell who's speaking. Yeah, you sound like... Oh, who do you did sound you, like? Did you bite your tongue? No, I've, I've, okay, I've had some <laughs> You Botox. sound like John Safran. I've had Botox. Botox. In your tongue? I've had tongue Botox. <laughs> he does have a big tongue. I what do you say to allegations that you <laughs> tried to saying. get some filler in your downstairs operation? <laughs> <laughs> you tried to collagen it up. Just a little bit of collagen? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Is that Maybe. how you get a bigger dick? Mm-hmm. Oh, mate, wake up. Hey, um, Jerry, I understand you've brought a fact to the fact factor today. <laughs> yes, I have. It's an absolute beauty. And it affects us all. Because it comes from God himself. Jesus Christ, really? Yes, if you believe that Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit are all one. Yeah, well, if you don't believe that, then what are you saying? That Jesus is lesser than God? Or that God is lesser (coughs) than Jesus? Because God is the ultimate power in the universe, omniscient, omnipresent. So really, you're going to say that Jesus is lesser? Are you going to sit here and say that Jesus is lesser than no, God? I'm saying Jesus is God. Okay, good. All right. Can I also just say before we get into this, I don't want to get too bogged down in the admin, but if we're going to have no respect for the drum roll, okay. uh, then oh, what right. are we doing? Sorry, 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 Matthew. So when I play the drum <laughs> roll, I want to hear a hard and fast fact coming yep. out the back of it. Mm-hmm. No discussion. Are you ready, Jeremy? Okay. Yeah. For God's sake. Hail Mashi. What? Jesus did not really write the Lord's Prayer. Oh, that's better. But I, I don't think he did. Yeah, I don't think he, he did, did either. Oh, in the Gospel of Matthew yes. and the Gospel of Luke, they both say that Jesus said to them, Pray like I pray to the Father, our Father, and pray like me. And then. They then said that Jesus said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and gave them the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, the will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Forgive us the trespasses. Give us our daily bread and forgive us the trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. I mean, that one. Didn't mm-hmm. they change it? Scholars, yes, they did. They changed oh, it a couple of times. That and really two different screwed versions, me over. Two different versions. And the Anglican version is different than the Presbyterian version, which is different than the Catholic version. Well, the Catholic version is the right version, so. Sure it is. Well, it certainly originates well, before the Anglican version and the Presbyterian version. How's the Anglican version different? So. Anglican at the Presbyterian, the one I I grew up Presbyterian, and the Presbyterian went, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our 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 daily bread as we forgive and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. That's longer than the one we did. That yeah. was the that was the Presbyterian one. Because I think the one we did was, 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Amen. What? Yeah. No, well, it said, it said, um, the, Lead us the, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours for now and ever and ever. That's the Anglican but one. But I thought the Catholic one was he goes, for, forgive us for all our sins, the priest, and yeah. then you go, forgive us for all our sins. For, well, did here, I, did the I end, leave? I the missed end, out part of mine. The end bit there is different. Yeah. And so, so I don't recognize the power, the, for the for kingdom. For thine the is the kingdom, oh, the yeah. power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. That was the Presbyterian version. But the Anglican version goes, for thine is the kingdom. The glory. Oh yes, for, for thine is the kingdom, the uh, power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You know That's what? the Presbyterian. So one. what one am I doing? What was the one I was doing at school? I got the wrong one. Because I'm just like you're right. Hey, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Yeah, that's a Presbyterian one. So uh, what was the shit ass version we were doing at school? The Anglican one. For, for no, the kingdom the, and the, the glory one. and the power of God is, a, is a, the Anglican one had a different finish. <laughs> for the kingdom, the glory and the for the kingdom, the power and the glory are, are now ours now are yours now and forever. I mean, yeah, that's that's different. That's better. You reckon? That's hot. You reckon? That's sexy. Mm. Our well, Father in heaven. Our Father. But that doesn't even say our Father who art in heaven. Yeah, mm, our Father it? in heaven. That changes. They changed that one. So, I like the who art. Yeah. Who is? Our Father who art in heaven. Who art? So so hang on a minute. Is God called art in heaven like Art Garfunkel? No. Who is? He's in heaven. Who is? Who art? Who art? So we're reaffirming that we know he's up in heaven when you say that. Well, it just means art means is. Yeah. Really? Who's in heaven? So it's Simon is Garfunkel. Our Father who's in heaven. No, no, that's different art. That's, That's Arthur. He's, he's Arthur Garfunkel. Do you know what was really Art confusing? Green. Arthur Green. Arthur Green. Our mm. father, Art Green, who art in heaven. Why are they so focused on trespassing in this? I don't understand nothing about ram raids in Trespasses. There. Trespasses, mate. It's it's bad things. Trespasses. Just, oh, forgive me. Just yeah. trespassing on someone in Oops. general is a bit of a, is a bad thing. It can be a number of things. Maybe you could... You talk over someone when they're speaking, or you insult them, or you steal something. It's a lot of different things. You're trespassing. Ah, okay. It's, it's sort a of broad a term. Do you know when I was a kid, and as a six-year-old, five, six, seven-year-old, I used to think that that was to do with actually trespassing. So I genuinely thought it was because when I was a kid, I grew up in in this neighbourhood where you could kind of go into other people's backyards, <laughs> and we used to spend heaps of time in. Other people's backyards, sometimes we'd be eating their fruit, sometimes we'd be playing sport in their backyard. There were kind of no fences. And I used to think that that was, forgive us our trespasses, like things, how I'd been going into other people's wow. houses. Yeah. And, and I, because and I, I knew I wasn't kind of meant to be in there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, but that is a type of trespass. Trespassing is a type of trespass. Yeah. So we're still, but not. Exclusive to trespassing, trespassing, you can trespass in another way. Do you know one that really did, I never understood when I was a kid is this one, look down upon me, good and gentle Jesus, well before thy face I humbly kneel and with burning soul I pray and beseech thee to fix deep in my heart lively sentiments of faith, hope and charity, true contrition for my sins and a firm purpose of amended. While I contemplate with great love and tender pity thy five wounds, this is a bit that confused me when I was a kid, ponder over them within me, having in mind the words with, with which David, thy prophet, said of thee, my Jesus, 
They have pierced my hands and my feet. They have numbered all my bones. That's the bit I didn't get. Like they counted your bones. They numbered all my mm. bones. So they're like, because how many bones is I in the human body? I guess you don't know until someone's dead and then you can look at a skeleton. How many bones do Therefore, we have? You're numbering, by numbering someone's bones, you're, you're it, killing them to the point where you can see their bones. Ah, so includes, including the, one, the little one in the air? It's just another way of saying someone's dead. Because in the bone, there's 206 bones. Oh, right. I don't think that's what it means. Do you? That it goes, they have pierced my hands and my feet. Because this is what Jesus, no, this is. Like, David said that. that. David said, thy prophet said of thee, Jesus. They have pierced my hands David, and my feet. They have numbered all my bones. Wasn't David before Jesus? He was the, the, the prophet, yes. Yeah, so yeah. he prophesied that Jesus would come along oh. and have his bones numbered. Was he with mm. Goliath? Did he? Did David go up against Goliath? He kicked Goliath's ass, mate. He didn't just go up he against him. He fucked him up. And did Goliath. He? And Goliath. Mm. He fucked him. <laughs> up. Oh. I will not have that kind of language in a religious podcast. Sorry. That's all right. Can, we, can someone beat that? Goliath. Much bigger than David, and yeah. guess guess who won? Like if I if I said there's a much bigger, stronger guy, and there's a little guy, one the little guy's David, and the the big guy's Goliath. How, how what, what do you reckon the spread on that is, Mesh? I reckon the lion one. Oh, the thing the big the big fucker one. David had a slingshot and a little rock, didn't he? That's Correct. Right. Yeah. And Goliath had a with, sword. Yeah. Incorrect and going to hell, Mesh. Real. I mean that that was already a given. Uh, I reckon the lion, when Daniel was in the lion's den. Yeah. I reckon the lion. Is the lion's den a TV show where people come and pitch ideas for business no, it's mentors? No, the dragon's and... den. That's Daniel oh. in the dragon's den. That's a different thing. Or okay. the shark tank, one of the take your pick. <laughs> yeah. What about oh. the mermaid's tank in Wellington? I've got different, this. Different mermaid, Daniel in the mermaid's tank. Different where you again. get kicked out of mermaids. <laughs> Is this a topical fact because um, a lot of religious people around the country during the month of Lent will be entering reconciliation this week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And receiving a lot of Our Fathers and Hail Marys? Oh, yeah. What was the point of that? Receiving the Hail Marys and the Our Fathers? Yeah. Do you really reckon it did much? Saying four Hail Marys and a couple Our Fathers? I wasn't part of that caper. I wasn't part of that deal. They were never doing any of those things in my church. In my decade. In my decade. They didn't do any Hail Marying. The reference to numbering bones is that when you get really, really skinny is actually what it's saying because what it's actually saying in ye oldie speak is that he was nailed right up, old uh, buddy G's. Nailed? Jeezy what? Jeezy Jezza boy? Did they call him Jezza? Did they they refer to Jesus as Jezza? Yeah. Jezza? Yeah. So they'd, 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 um, you know, they'd pierced his hands and feet, old Jezza. Yeah. And by numbering all the bones is when someone gets really skinny, you can see all their bones, so you can yeah. number them. So that's ah. that's what it means. They, and they, you know, they numbered my bones. They made them rib count. They made, they made you, they yeah, starved rib count. Him. Rib count. Yeah. They starved him. But they did put that sponge with wine up to his oh, lips. Yeah. Couldn't some fucking um, asshole turn it into vinegar or some shit? No. It was cheap wine, wasn't it? He was up. He was up. It's a couple of days away. This is happening in a few days. We're celebrating this. He just needed uh, water. Yeah, but he wanted because he could have turned it into wine. I don't think they had water in those days. It was kind of wine. Someone gave him some cheap wine, didn't they? Oh, vaguely remember there being some wine there. The holy sponge was dipped in vinegar, most likely a regular beverage of Roman soldiers, and offered to Jesus (laughs) to drink from during the crucifixion. So instead of giving him wine. 
the bastards gave him vinegar. Oh, really? Yeah. Just so on that's, the- that's according to Matthew and oh. Mark and John corroborated corroborated it. On the holy sponge is the sponge called the holy sponge because it had holes in it, or is it called oh. the holy good sponge? Question. Good, good question. Yes. Good question. No, it's a holy sponge because it was put to the lips of mm. our 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 Savior Jesus Christ. Could it be used as a contraception, Mash? <laughs> a holy sponge? Mm. No, because if it's holy, stuff's going to get through. That's another great point. No, I believe that Mash is correct and that it wasn't a holy sponge. It had nothing to do with God. It just had holes in it. Okay. Do, you know what, do, you know what, do you know what? The Catholics, and I was brought up Anglican, but the Catholics would not like a holy sponge. Why, no, they would love a holy sponge. They would, yeah, they'd love one. Because oh. they, they wanted to get through. Is that why we still have holy sponges no, to this very day? They don't want holy so sponges at all. Stick your dick in it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my first girlfriend was, um, speaking of which, my first girlfriend was Catholic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is this Ross Creek with Reservoir? Yeah, she was Catholic, Catholic, great New Zealand, a great family actually. Um, I think there was ten of them. The Catholics are sexy. Yeah, they are. They're great. Um, I but, can't believe but, what you did. You took her away from her religion. Yeah. With your first interaction with her, your first, your first coital interaction, took her away from God. Do you know what? Using prophylactics. The, in, the in, so interesting sad. thing is because I lived near her when I was growing up, and when I had a, my first religious. A religious awakening when I was walking past her street up there in Highgate once before I even met her. I had this religious experience by the Highgate Dairy well, in, in Māori Hill and Dunedin. What happened? Well, you got an erection. Yes, but that was unrelated. What was your first religious experience? Well, because I'd always been taught that I was going to hell because I was such a bad human being. Yeah. I was walking past the dairy and suddenly it struck me that God didn't exist. I just oh, no. it struck me, and then I thought, my, do you know what my first thought was? Oh God, thank God I'm not going to hell. Oh my God, and that just happened to be at the end of her street before, years before I met her. But I remember really distinctly. Oh. I think I was about nine or something, and I was walking past, and I was like, "Phew, I'm not going to hell." I vaguely remember having the same thought. Yeah, but it, it didn't dawn on me. It wasn't overwhelming. You know what I mean? It, d- it dawned on me slowly over time. Yeah, that I realised I wasn't going to hell. Yeah, as opposed to. Yeah, in a sudden moment. Yeah, I'd been, it had been really vexing me for a long time because I was, how would you describe it, a very naughty boy. Oh, okay, see, I wasn't worried I, about it because I didn't think that I was going to die any time soon. Do you know what I did after that? What? I shoplifted from the Highgate Dairy oh. after I found out that I wasn't going to hell. <laughs> a zap. That's shit. A zap. That's a, interesting. A what? So you really that's that a was sap. the only thing that was stopping you from doing anything evil was the fact that you were gonna go to hell? Yeah. And then and since then I've I mean done re- heaps of evil. Shit so much. You've committed crimes, eh, that <laughs> Jesus wouldn't like. Not that Jesus. Jesus loves them. I, I don't like it either. No, you love them. Well, you his enc- crimes. You encourage them. I don't like his crimes. I'm talking about Jesus and shoplifting. And shoplifters. I, I do not like your crimes. Oh, Jerry, are you going to tell me that you never stole any gum from the Remuera dairy? Stole a lot of gum from Mavis Bevenbop at the dairy. Jerry, are you joking me? You oh, should go back and... Is it still open? Yes. You should go back and give them 100 bucks. No, Mavis Bevenbop, I believe... I imagine Bob no must... no longer Bob, with us. Bob sometimes wouldn't wear his um, false teeth in her right. And Bev... Bev was... Um, a terrible liar like she 
she used to make up really, really weird, weird stories. And smoke, actually. But that was fine. She allowed to smoke in those days. Mavis, Mavis was running a, a purple rinse. Hang on. What's going on here? So what's the- They own the dairy. What's the orientation here of Mavis, Bev, and Bob? Well, interestingly, <laughs> oh, Mavis yeah, and Bob were married. Mavis and Bob. Yeah, but shit, but- And but. Bev was just this kind of third oh, wheel outside yeah. of it. Bev kind of ran the shop. Was like Bev a guy or a girl? Well, I Beverly know. or Beverly. Bevan? Beverly. Oh, well, I wasn't sure if it was a Beverly or a Beverly. Bevan. There's never been a Bevan that's slippers. called Bev. <laughs> <laughs> Bev. Bevan. What kind of self-respecting Bevan would It's the same as a... Kev, right? Bevan, <laughs> Bev. It's not. It's not, it's not. No, there's no Bev. Bevan, Bev, Beverly, her name was, she would sit in slippers on a stool behind the checkout. She never, ever moved. Sorry, is this a Roald Dahl and novel? Smoke, like... Painfully thin. I tell you what, Jerry, and um, you'll understand this because, and it's really is Bev related as well, Mash and, and Stage. I love Bev's because often Bev Feathers would send me and oh, her yeah. son up to the Highgate Dairy, Bev Feathers, to get her her Rothies, and the Rothies <laughs> were behind the dangerously yeah. old man that worked at the Highgate Dairy. Yeah. When, when his back was turned to you, it was all on. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how it goes. That's how it goes in small towns. I, I might have operated on a similar level, similar level growing up. That is so bad. <laughs> oh man! I, I waited till I was eighteen to buy my first cigarettes and never stole a single one. Well, well we, stage, would you listen to the story? I wasn't. I wasn't buying <laughs> cigarettes for myself. It was for Bev Feathers. So could you buy ciggies back in those days yeah. and just say, "Hey, these are for my mum." Yeah, it was. You didn't it, even need. To, you didn't even need to tell no. me. At one stage, there was no age restriction of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I remember when they bought it in sixteen, really? and they bought a sign in that said, "You got to be, you got to be." Uh, but some dairy owners had a moral obligation, and they some dairy owners wouldn't sell you cigarettes. Yeah, if you were young, because they're like you're too young. It was up to the dairy owner to decide whether or not they wanted to sell oh. you cigarettes. And, so you and then they bought it in when I was about, I reckon, nineteen eighty-eight. Was when they decided that had, you had to be sixteen to buy cigarettes. Before that, anybody could. At the Maori Hill Dairy, they wouldn't sell. Isn't that me. weird? That's why we went up to the Highgate Dairy because the Maori Hill Dairy wouldn't sell us Bev cigarettes without Bev being there. Oh, uh, so you yeah. could get a note from Bev. You could get a note. Yeah. You could get a note from Bev saying, <laughs> which easily forged. <laughs> really? oh, I, I know. And and kids oh. were corrupt back then. Oh, like yeah. If you wanted to buy cigs, totally. generally you could go up. But I reckon Bev knew that there was something wrong with sending us up because she'd go. Get some milk, get some yeah. bread, get yourself a pie. You boys want to get yourself a pie, get yourself a, a milk and, and get me a plate of It was always the last thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was a throwaway. But Graham, really, yeah, the whole only reason you were going up there was for the six. Yeah. A friend of mine, um's dad, Graham Coyle, he used to send us down to the Freeman's Bay dairy, the Rupert's dairy, and he'd write a note and we'd go down there and grab him a pack of stivies yeah. and come back. But he always gave us 50 cents to play... Uh, it was Command, I think it was Commando it was called in those days, or 1945 or oh, something. great game. Um, and so, yeah, there was always a little, because he probably felt a little bit bad. He actually was a uh, Green Beret in Nam, Graham Coyle. Great, great New Zealander, Graham Coyle. Australian, but great New Zealander. Very funny man. I think most of the time mildly intoxicated, but just mm. it could sort of just knock back the... Brandies and you and but always operating, always telling gags and stuff. Great New Zealander, but how um how interesting that that idea where 
in those days there would be one person who was behind the counter and they were so old yeah that when they did turn around because i would always go for the great pub above it in that situation with um bev a great pub above but the problem was that the, the vicky av dairy you had bev behind the counter on a stool always smoking with slippers and then bob generally stocking the shelves and so you had to look out for Bob because Bob could be anywhere stocking the shelves and he could see you. And Mavis generally seemed to be out the back, but sometimes she'd swap with Bev. But yeah, right. Bob tended not to be on the till. Right. That was kind of below Bob. So Bob was an early version of CCTV camera. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was I the wish- first he was the first development of a CCTV camera operating around looking. I wish you guys could see Mavis, Bev and Bob. I wish you could see Bob with the teeth. All right, we've got to wrap this up, boys, if that's okay. I think, and just one last thing, I'd like to say one last thought on this, and that's um, up for that fact. It's up on your own fact? That was awesome. Oh, Oh, really? Good job, Jerry. I can't remember what it was, but... Bob, the fact was, Bob used to not put his false teeth in. That was my... Bob from the the Victoria Ave Superette in the 1980s used to not put his false teeth in every now and then. Beavis and Mavis were in a... Not Beavis. Beef and Mavis were in a same-sex relationship. <laughs> okay, you ruined yep. it. No, that. You ruined it. Beavis. You ruined it. You ruined Beavis. it by saying Beavis. Beavis and Mavis, and they were not in a same-sex relationship. You ruined it. You ruined it. Disgusting. If anyone knows where the whereabouts of Bev, Mavis, or Bob, if you can get in touch, that'd be great. From the old, from the Vicky. I separate. hate to break it to you, mate. I think they might be dead. I, I don't know. They're I, the same age as my mum. I think. I think they just seemed old, but they weren't. I used to live by that dairy, and there were none of those. No, people no, there. they were. Yeah, they, they've been a lot so, of owners since then. Yeah. It was Vince and Jay, and then <laughs> anyway. There's great, people now. Great fact about um, Beef. What? Beef. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, listeners. Matt Heath here, a.k.a. Daddy, a.k.a. The Coos. Bless, bless, bless. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have time, sit to download, subscribe, like and review. You could win prizes for that. And while you're at it, why not stick around and listen to the show highlights pod? Give them a taste of Kiwi from me, Jerry Mashian Stager.